Hi, I'm Nanajwa. Hi, I'm Abna. And, and we, we are, are two, two hats in a pod. Welcome to our second episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we are just going to start off talking about what we are reading this week. And please, listeners, let me just let you know <laughs> before we get into this. Nanadra's superpower is reading at the speed of light. And I read at the speed Barely. of a snail. Oh, come on. So when we say reads of the week, it's reads for her and read for me. <laughs> <laughs> so Nanadra, please start. Because okay. I know the list is long. Oh no, see, I've, now you've hived me. Now you've hived me. When I say I read half a book, they'll just be they'll just be embarrassing me. Okay, so this week, currently I'm reading The Golden Enclaves by Naomi Novik, which was is a third book in the Sholomon series. Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy, luckily a romance. It has romantic elements, yeah. but it's really more of a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I love it. I feel like it's a much darker Harry Potter, mm-hmm. like but in a good way. Yes, yes, yes I, I absolutely I love. I love Novik's book. Um, so I think that's that's the main thing. I read a book before that, but I. I'm really blanked out on it. Because she reads so many. Oh, God. She but loses it was, track. It, it was that captivating. I'd have remembered. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry. Whoever's book I was reading before. <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my read of the week. I'm loving it. Um, Gladriel and Ryan Ray, um, Lake, sorry, are doing um, amazing things. So that's my read of the week. So just one read for the week. <laughs> Who knows? I'll have reads next time. <laughs> what, are, what are you reading? So I'm just at the like ninety-five 95% of Real by Kennedy Ryan. Yes, he talks about this book. And it's like, I, I don't want to finish it. It's so, so, so good. It's so good. Kennedy Ryan is amazing. I feel like we will have an entire episode I agree. dedicated to her. Her books are, oh my goodness. She's one of the best to do it. Yeah, she's amazing and real. Oh my god, I love them so much. Canon, Canon is he can get it. Ooh, yes, Canon okay. can get it. He can get it. He can get it. Yeah, it's she's such an amazing writer, and I've loved this story so much. But we'll probably talk about um, like we'll do proper book reviews mm-hmm. later on. But in today's episode (laughs) we are going to talk about why i abna am no longer speaking to white people about race (laughs) you're going to tell us why abna explain this to us basically it um like i'm going to talk about why i no longer find pure white romance enjoyable or attractive and like I said in our first episode, I feel like I binged romance back in the day. And I mean, you know what the publishing scene is like in all genres. It's like 90%, if not 95% white. And accessibility to black or, you know, more diverse books is very limited, especially mm-hmm. back in the day when ebooks were not a thing. Yeah, but I feel like having rediscovered my love of romance in this era of ebooks and social media, I'm now seeing all these romance stories with heroines who look like me, you know, and I find myself enjoying that 
so so much mm-hmm. so so much and so i feel like i've paid my dues <laughs> in terms <laughs> of god yes like i i need that money back you right? know I read a lot of white books. I've read a lot of white books in the past. And so now I'm like, no, it's okay. I want more black, more people of color, more Asian, more Latina, you know, um, heroines in these romance stories. And I just, I feel like these stories, similar to, you know, the food of black people, the food of colored people, it's spicier, you know, yeah. it's spicier. And I'm just, I'm so completely immersed in that experience. And it's like, once I read one, then I get another recommendation similar to it or, you know, like it or like, for example, as I mentioned, Kennedy Ryan does a lot of um black and interracial romances, like two of my recent favorites, um, uh, block shot features mm-hmm. an interracial romance. Jared is white, and Banna, the female character, is Latina. She's Latina, yeah. And I just I love that chemistry so much. I love seeing how you know people of such diverse cultures find love in the midst of all that. And then I mean, black romances. I'm black. I'm African, and so seeing or reading books where the people have similar experiences to me or even different experiences because, you know, the the Black American experience is quite, quite different, different from, the from the African experience. I love, you know, reading that and learning more about them. And so it's just, I feel like my food, I'd been eating white rice, and now I have shito oh, and kele wele <laughs> and kebab and, and Ghanaian salad. And, Goodness. you know, I'm having fun with it. And so I really don't have time or patience for <laughs> for white romances. And I have tried. Nanajo knows I have tried. Yes, yes, you have. <laughs> I forgive you. But it's like the moment they start describing, oh, she had creamy white skin. Okay, DNF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on them for doing these descriptions. Yeah. Honestly, when, who was we? We talked to, um, I forget her name, the writer of Meet You in the Middle. Um, um, Devon, Devon Daniels? Devon Daniels, I believe it was. Yeah, she was at our book club um, discussion, discussion of, of that book. book. Yeah. And I told her that, even so she didn't really describe the characters like she, she's trying to stay away from it and because of that my mind automatically cast the guy as, as a big black man like maybe like as an american football player or something yes that was just an automatic thing and it didn't yes. occur to me until the end that he has green eyes and he m- might be a white man might but he, m- he might be you know i'll allow the possibility <laughs> that he might not be he might be caucasian but that's the thing i think that if you just give me the experience and don't focus on telling me the color of their eyes and the texture of their hair and, you know, how creamy and milky their skins are. <laughs> you are likely to trick someone like Abna to interview your book <laughs> if you don't tell her that this is a purely white man. Yes, you know, yes. You just go with it. Of yeah. course, with a black woman, it might be harder because let's say she has dreadlocks. You, mm. can't, you can't hide that. Yeah. Or she has an afro or twist mm-hmm. or some things like that. But you can really just give me the writing experience, the love experience without telling me 
how they look like and let me just kind of have a, just a wispy imagination of yeah, it and I'll cast your myself cast, in my own yeah. exactly I think it works better that way for me mm-hmm. and one thing I found and so it doesn't just um it doesn't only really boil down to me not reading white stories but I feel like b- because of that I don't read a lot of white authors yeah anymore because mm. they do mostly if probably like 99% of white authors write white stories and that's why I feel like it's so important for black people and people of color to write about Other black people and people of color because mm-hmm. there there are too many white stories it's enough like yeah. black people don't need to be writing about white people i no. get you know interracial romance i'm all for it but you know writing white on white the white choice is enough <laughs> Awesome shit. Ah, you know and so um because of that these days i feel like when i see a white author's name i'm just wow. put off wow like i'm just put off immediately and i can't get into it you know so yeah I probably, I mean, never say never, but I feel like I'm, I'm 35, you know, there's time I've read a I, lot honestly, of white. Tried. So you maybe tried. the next 35 years will be dedicated to black <laughs> authors. And by the time I decide to give white authors a chance, it may be too late. <laughs> Do you think that also explains, or maybe that, that does not explain it more, but while we are also so keen on writing our own African love stories. Yes, yes. Trying to yes. put more African love stories out there. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why I love the fact that writers like Jane Igaro with Ties That yeah, Tita that uh, and Bolu Babalola. Yeah, yeah. With um Honey and, Honey and Spice, Spice and um Loving Color. And um our fave um Vanessa's sister. Peace media. Peace media. His, His only, only wife. wife. Ah, yeah. But yeah. That's a, we read it as a book club as well, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. So that, I just love it. I love it. And I'm, I'm hoping it's not just a season, but like it's just going to pick up even more momentum mm-hmm. where black writers, you know, African writers, authors of color are getting their due. I yeah. mean, they've waited long enough. So yeah so that's why uh no longer speaking to white people about race <laughs> i.e no longer reading books by white authors yes and books about white people yeah wow so like you're yeah. completely staying away from it yeah it's just it, it doesn't appeal to me anymore and i've stopped trying i yeah. at first i was trying but now nah it's okay it's okay and i think it's it's fine like you were saying you've paid your dues mm. And overpaid. Maybe overpaid. And at the time it may have been for lack of options mm-hmm. or for just just for lack of you not knowing that it's possible to also have books yeah. solely about people that look like you. Yeah. I I didn't have the experience or maybe I didn't realize it, but I didn't often go into books feeling like, Oh, I wish this person looked like me. Mm-hmm. I was able to fit myself into the in the happy ever afters and everything anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the more I read books where the characters are black women, mm-hmm. the easier I find that I can yeah. connect with them. Yeah. Even better when they're Ghanaians. It's mm-hmm. like, I recognize the culture mm-hmm. and I recognize even the, the dialogue because, you know, we speak differently as Ghanaians. Yes, yes, it yes. Mm. You know, like that kind of, 
there's just something, you yeah. know, our mannerisms are different. So yeah. the only thing that, let's say, an African-American woman would say, I know that Ghanaian woman would say it in a different way. Yes. So going into a book like His Only Wife and mm -hmm. seeing the Ewe culture and, yes. you know, the marriage, the fact that they didn't go married in, in absentia. Yes. I'm sure that's a strange thing for it other people. So but I odd for us. It wasn't so odd for us. I've actually been to a, a wedding once where both of them actually were, were not in England. There. They were not there. We put their photos up, <laughs> put them on Skype, and marry them right here. You know, it's a thing. We do it all the time. And yeah. so it just felt nice to research familiarity mm -hmm. of, um, of our culture mm. and of our, like, daily lives immortalized in writing. Yes. And have the world, like, with, with a spoon and things like that. People like that enjoying it and mm -hmm. spreading it around. Yeah. I think it's so important and so enjoyable. Yeah. So... Yeah. I'm I'm happy to although sorry Abna, I will probably keep reading white authors. Ah! <laughs> I'll repent soon. It's just I think it's just I've become kind of like someone like Beth O'Leary. Mm -hmm. She's a British. She's woman. a go-to for you. Yeah, she's a go-to for me. Automatic and I can't expect by, yeah. Beth to start writing African writers. She no. I don't really think she'll be able to. It won't. It wouldn't even be authentic. Be authentic. Yeah. yeah. To someone like Talia Hibbert. Yes. Ta Talia is is great. So she writes interracial romances. Yes. So there's never a book she writes that one of the characters isn't black. black or of color. Yeah. I think the last one I read of hers, the um, Ravenswood stories, mm -hmm. the ma main character, the man was Indian or Arabic. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and the girl was white. Yes. And then there was another one where the girl is black and then the man the is white. The guy is white, yeah. There's always something. But yeah. Talia lends authenticity to it. Yes. Know, because these are also her lived experiences. Yeah. And the women are never these slim stick figures. Mm -hmm. They are human women. You know, yes, with, with body. Body. Uh -huh. And... She manages to make it work mm. in such a you can't you don't feel like she's pandering. Yes, yes. It's not like she just tells you that this is what it is. And you're going yeah. to accept it. Exactly. So exactly. there are people like that that are doing well. Mm. So I will read Talia everything Talia puts out. Mm. I will also read everything Beth Olary puts out. <laughs> <laughs> even even your not so favorite. Um, Love Hypothesis writer. What's her name? Oh, but actually, I loved the Love Hypothesis. That's because I haven't read the other five books that I just like it. <laughs> but I think, having read that and hearing what people are saying, I feel like I've read all her you, books. You've read it, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like if a book meets you at the right time, mm -hmm. you will enjoy it, you know. But there are some books, if you reread, you'll be like, hmm, what was I thinking? Yeah, right. It's this? probably best to keep it in the past. Yes. If, if you, like, you've read Love Hypothesis, you liked it. Best not to go back to it. Yes. Because now I've read all her other books, and like you're saying, all the girls are creamy colored women, <laughs> thin. They're also thin that they need to be encouraged to take it. Oh, God. Oh, God. And the men are all Vikings, you know, <laughs> hawking, white, blue eyed, blonde haired Vikings, imposing their bodies on the women, but also very gently being in love with them and pining for them in the most. Oh, God. I was telling a friend of mine that. It just feels so unrealistic. Why is this big hawking white man just pining for this tiny waif of a woman <laughs> for years, not telling her about it ever? Oh, God. But also, I, I do love... Look, like I said, any book she brings out, what will I do? I will read it. <laughs> I will also come on this podcast and also laugh at her. <laughs> but I will keep reading it. <laughs> just to encourage her to keep writing. Yes. My girl. Yes, yes. I forget her name. Uh, Ali Hazelwood. Ali Hazelwood. Yes. Michael Ali. <laughs> I'll read your book. But the book Ali. covers are so gorgeous. And eh? I think that's what always gets me. Yeah. I'm the such book a sucker for illustrated yeah. covers. Yeah. yeah. They are so gorgeous. Stuck with you, below zero. Mm. 
lovely, yeah. lovely book. I feel like I would buy them just, just to, to keep put them. Yeah, yeah. they're beautiful to look at. Have you yeah. read any Alexa Martin? No. You would like Alexa Martin? Mm, you told me. I think you told me. There was, uh, like, when I was trying to pick books for the book club. Yeah. And, yeah she also but... writes interracial mm. black. Not quite M. Monique, so I know it would be a, <laughs> a departure for you. And I'm sorry to pull you away from your Evan. <laughs> but you should read Alexa Martin. I think you like it. She has a yeah. new book coming out in November. I see. But talking about Evan, yeah. So this is what I wanted to... Somebody, you know how... I mean, book talk and bookstagram... People just like to start drama, you know? <laughs> there was this book talk, which was actually intended to deride the urban fiction genre. Really? And that is what made me go out, research what urban fiction was. And then I discovered um, Monique right. on book talk, book talk and I was addicted immediately. So there was this girl. I feel like she just wanted to trend. Mm-hmm. White? Black. Mm. Like, how can you be black and you are, you know, shading urban fiction? You know? Because most of the writers in the urban fiction category are black mm-hmm. or people of color. And um, so she basically was asking for book recommendations and said, but not urban romance. And, you know, people, people, came people, for her. people always fall for this beat. I'm like, this person is fishing for followers and you people just... And it's working. You took the bait and, you know. So her video that was intended to, you know, sort of say, mm, urban romance is, you know, beneath me, got me to look oh for what God. it was. And now I love it. And so sometimes, I guess, you know how they say in showbiz... Um, what they say is it negative publicity is still good publicity? There's this saying, maybe I, I forgot. I, I see what you're trying to say, but I'm not sure that I know that it's word for word. Yeah, it's not word for there's word, n- n- nothing like bad publicity. Yes, there's like nothing that, yeah. like bad publicity, and so yeah, sometimes these things they work out because they do. And look at you now, you've been sucked in and you're never coming out. I'm never coming oh, out, <laughs> never coming out, yeah, and. I mean, going on Book Talk has also introduced me to the world of independent publishing. Mm-hmm. And I get that how um, in America, especially, that the publishing industry is so white. A lot of black authors and authors of color feel like to be their true selves, for their writing to remain how they want it to be. They have to go the indie route. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, by the time they go through the mill of the traditional publishing routes, it would have been so watered down, so So whitewashed. It would look nothing like what they initially intended it to be. And so that's also one thing I really love about being on Book Talk. I've discovered all these amazing black indie authors of romance, and I love it so much. I love it. It's going well so far. Yeah. I think you've only managed to get me with Kennedy Ryan. You tried to get me with Kenya Wright and Monique. Mm. It's, it's just not doing for me. But Kennedy Ryan, yeah. I love Kennedy. I just I just remembered what I had been reading last week before I started naming Novik. It was the Grave Trilogy. Oh. Grave. 
Yeah, I, I found it because I follow Kennedy on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then she was mm -hmm. talking about the Grip Trilogy. And I was like, how have I never heard of this? And Abna hasn't mentioned it to me. Yeah, because I haven't read that one. Right. So I went to look for it. And because when I first read, what was that Kennedy book we read? Was it Queen Move? Yes. Loved After Seven Days in The June. King's Men series. Yeah, Ice. yeah. We loved it. I loved it. I was like, this is, this is really good. Yeah. But not like Seven Days in June. She went through traditional publishing, didn't she? Yes, Pia she Williams. did. But yeah. she's come out with an authentic, yeah, good, um, yeah, black romance. Yes, I feel like people. you have to have everything has to fall in place mm -hmm. in the right way for you to still stay authentic in traditional publishing. And I think it really worked it for Tia Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. So we will read these. If one begins, let's do book recommendations, Abna. Yes, Black yes, book yes, 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 yes. One that I too can read. Please. <laughs> I'm Monique, I'm sure you're great. It's, it's just not for me. <laughs> so, obviously, real. Okay. You have to read real. And I feel like that's an easy sell for you mm -hmm. because like, you like love Kennedy Ryan, Ryan already. You will love this. I can't you, wait. You're making you me excited. Love it. Okay. okay. Ish, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'll be getting on real. Is it is it um a series or is it just a No, it's a standalone. Well, it looks like it's a series. In the title it, it says um book one. Forbidden Hollywood Romance yes. Book One. And in the book you see how she's setting up these other couples. Oh. I think there are two other couples she probably write about and they are all she does forbidden romance so well. Like, you know, for example, in Blockshot, Bana is in a relationship. Yeah, right. And, and, and Jared doesn't, guy. Decent, you know, like, her boyfriend at the time is a decent he's guy. Decent, he's decent, loving, like, he's like Jesus. He's like Jesus. I imagine him so, actually, with his hair. He's like everything. Jesus, but he, but Jesus who, who, you know, has sex. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> Please forgive me. I'm a Christian. My fellow Christians, forgive me. That's blasphemous. But yeah. He's a saint, and Jared is, you know, the quintessential bad boy. Yeah. He knows he's an asshole, but and I he's felt... coming for Banner. He doesn't care. Like, it's like, all is fair in love and war. Mm. I will play dirty <laughs> to get my You're girl. So and I loved it. I fell in love with him. And oh, I'm like, gosh. why am I... Why do I love this toxic I love? I feel like to point out that he's a white man. It's yeah. Like, that would help you, you know, pull your love back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she, real. Yeah, we need to be real. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so obviously I'm gonna say grip, but I think it's gonna be Ryan. So yeah, yeah, you're going to get around to it eventually. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So I think that's probably what I'll recommend for you for this week. And okay. for everybody else, I think a good book I would recommend, which brought me into the mafia romance life, was The Sin of Silence by Nikita, Nikita Slater. Slater. Look, I can't recommend that book enough. Yes. I won't say too much. If anyone reads it, feel free to hit us up and tell us. And how it's you feel. interracial. It's interracial. The main yes, female yes. character is black. Sean, yes. A black doctor, and she's badass. Yeah, and yeah. and also persons with different abilities because then the main yes. male character is also um, he's, he's nonverbal. Um, nonverbal. Yeah. Yes. 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 That book was so well done. Eh? Look, uh, look. We even got Nikita on to discuss these books yes. with us when we we're done because. We, we fell in love with her as a book yeah, club. Yeah. Well, some of us. Somebody will tell me to use, not to use we. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I think um, we will, we can end today's episode here. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for joining us to discuss why Abuna will no longer be speaking to white people about race. I feel I need to keep mentioning that, that that's topic for today. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's almost getting me like right now I'm reading interracial romance. Yeah. The next thing you know, yep. like yep. no black people only. Black but, power. But for now, still you know hashtag Bethel Lurie lover. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we're on Instagram at Two Hearts in a Pod. It's two, the word two, hearts in a pod all together. And I'm Nanadra, and this is Abana. And we are Two, two hearts, hearts in a Pod. pod. Spiky.